Nice swing, bitch. Sunday poor. We are back. Thursday night edition, second show of the week. Um, we officially have an NBA game in the books. The Utah Jazz just got done defeating the New Orleans Pelicans. So this is, uh, I guess you could say, the unofficial postgame show of that. Uh, another Thursday night taping, another rain delay for the Yankees. Uh, so that's business as usual. Um, so, uh, without further ado, let me bring in my cousin, Ant. How are you? What are you drinking? Doing all right, my man. I got, uh, just polishing off a little, uh, Montepulciano over here. Oh, all right. Diabuzio. Exactly. Nice, nice accent. Well done. I know. I didn't think it was going to come out that well, but I kind of nailed it. Yeah, it was almost like you were practicing for the last six hours in front of a mirror or something. Yeah. You just nailed it. Well, my drink ends in a vowel, too. I have a little Zambuca on the rocks. (laughs) Nice. All right. Nice, I like it. Very Italian uh, start to the show. Very nice. Yes, yes. Very Guinea. Very Guido. <laughs> very Guido. Um, I gotta say, I just got. I watched the last five minutes of the Jazz Pelicans game. By the way, Jazz plus two has given out today. Well, uh, comeback. Uh, we'll yeah, back. little we'll comeback. Did not look good there for a while. Uh, never over in the NBA though. So I gotta say. Um, I'm all in on the NBA. That's all it took this one game. And it was a great game, and it was two good teams. Utah's good. The Pelicans are kind of a team, you know, the future probably. Yep. Uh, but it had a very March Madness feel to it. I didn't see much of the game. I saw the last five minutes, and I just peeked in on it a little bit uh, throughout during commercial breaks of the Yankees, and that's all. Um, Which is I, on a minute, on like a minute's limit, because uh, yeah. he didn't play the last seven minutes of the game. He did not play. Now he is. He's on a uh, he is on a minute's restriction. The whole reason they're doing the bubble and they invited all these teams was to get was to get Zion on TV, <laughs> and uh, Alvin Gentry put him on a minute's restriction. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's been he's been doing such hard labor the last four and a half months, I guess, <laughs> getting well, into he, shape. You know, he's posting pictures, flexing, getting into shape, and now he's on a minute's restriction. Nineteen he, years old. He was on TV. I give him that. He did mission mission accomplished. Right. I mean, they gave him they gave him the first game of the season for a reason, and uh, yeah, the big name was not playing. Uh, but the best player in the game, Donovan Mitchell, did um, bring him bring him back and lead him to victory. And uh, very very uh, poetic. I don't know if that's the word. Very poetic that Rudy Gobert hits the two clinching free throws to give the Jazz the win. Because Rudy Gobert is the reason uh, March March Madness and sports in general got canceled, licking microphones well, and shit. It would have got canceled eventually, but he he, he definitely put uh, the gas pedal down on it. Get, yeah, get, well, get it's canceled. easier to blame Rudy Gobert, or else then I then I'll go on a whole Wuhan <laughs> rant, and the show will really go off the rails. So <laughs> it's easier just to blame Rudy. Uh, he's he's forgiven now. Sunday four forgives him for the wow, uh, for the cover. Wow, the the rare the rare glimpse of uh, uh, forgiveness. I've never seen this kind of this one eighty here. That's amazing. Well, I was in a you slump know, at in baseball, so I needed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I see. He also scored the first two points of the game. I don't yeah, know. I did. I did hear. <laughs> I didn't even see the beginning of the game, but I did hear that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it was very poetic for sure. 
Sure. Oh, also a couple, a few redactions from last show because I went back and listened to, I guess it was Monday's show. Yeah. I made a few mistakes. Number one, I had the Pelicans versus the Grizzlies, I think, okay. which I knew was wrong out of the gate. That wasn't even the most egregious one. The worst one I had, oh, first of all, I, and I also said Fenway didn't have cutouts, but they do have cutouts because Alonzo almost killed one. They only have them in the monster seats. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and the and that. the worst one was I said Trent Grissom who had a, a three run homer for the Padres last night. I said he played for the Blue Jays. He, he was a Brewer. He was actually the guy who misplayed the Juan Soto single or whatever you want to call it. In, Wait, uh, so he, he plays for the Padres. You said he was a Blue Jay. Yeah, I said he was a Blue Jay, and like that. Those are just your two teams this year. That's all. You're just you're getting all mixed yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, there's no way I thought Trent Grissom was a Blue Jay. I cringed when I heard that. It was just a slip of the tongue. <laughs> so uh, just I need I felt one mistake I'll let go two, three like that that I catch it's like I got to go back and uh, make good with the listeners. Uh, it might have just been like a recording. Don't ever admit mistakes. You didn't make any mistakes. It was uh, probably a recording error, just something funky with the microphone. I'm sure. Just yeah. Kind of flip. Yeah. Don't ever admit you're wrong. Well, yeah, but I'm the first person. I listen to all these <laughs> podcasts. And, you know, you watch ESPN. You listen to WFAN and. When someone makes a mistake like that, I'm always the first one to be like, uh, do you, do you even watch sports, bro? Like, do you even know what you're watching? And I was like, oh, how do you say Trent Grissom was a Blue Jay, man? Oh, yeah. When they, when they let Grissom, Same first sure. letter. Same first letter, though. I, uh, yeah, anytime you hear anybody make, like, just like struggle for, to remember like a name or a team or something, you're like you're just you're yelling at the fucking radio. Yeah. I could, I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we'll right, we'll take it. Well, wow, you are just in a very uh, how the fucking word is the the mood you're in tonight. Chipper, I guess Chipper's the word. You're forgiving Rudy Gobert. You're you're going back. we um, you know, going over old mistakes. You're trying to make good on things that were honest goodness mistakes. Not no harm done. Yeah, and you're just I don't know I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know what to make of this. New you, new year, new you. What's going on? You turn over new leaf. I don't know. You would th- not even the- Jay Jay Happ could have ruined my mood tonight. <laughs> yeah, seriously. The yeah. apology the apology tour continues despite Jay Happ, you know, g- getting shelled by the fucking Orioles. Yeah, once every hey, once every five days. I always say it. It's the uh, there may not have been a midsummer classic and a home run derby, but once every five days you can count on the Happ run derby oh, because man, he man. is just meatball after meatball. Yeah, it was. Um, I think Yankees start out real hot, get off to a five nothing lead. The Luke Foyt grand slam the first inning, and then uh, yeah, Hap comes in, almost gives it all back in two innings. Mm. Doesn't let, did he get? I didn't see. Did he uh, get the first guy on before in the, in the fifth before uh, Adovino came in? No, Adovino started the inning. Oh, he did all right. Yeah, yeah I think Boone had a little. He knew he saw the forecast, and I think he wanted to go to one of his. Big relievers to get uh, making an official game. That's my guess. Yeah, smart move. Smart move. By yes. Yeah. Two thumbs up for Boone there. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see. I mean, another another rain delay where I guess we wouldn't mind if it didn't come back. Uh, so I, don't, I haven't uh-huh. seen before. There was a lot of green on the Doppler. I know that. Yeah, it was looking bad. And there's already a game today canceled. Cincinnati and the Cubs mm-hmm. got canceled for rain. So yeah, man. I I don't know. It, it, I feel like the MLB just made every mistake you could possibly think of. And I mean, I, it's a, I, I didn't think of this, but if I was running the show, I think I would have thought about it. 
But there's like no buffer at the end of the season where they can make up some games. Like, why don't they leave like a week in the season? Just say, look, we're gonna run some complications. We're trying to fit sixty into sixty-six days. Why? Why don't? Why aren't we leaving some sort of buffer down the season to to get an extra game or two in? Well, technically they could though. No, I guess it could just push the playoffs again. Yeah, it just feels like they instead they they. I, yeah, I guess nothing's official on the schedule. Everything's yeah. fluid, I suppose. Yeah, so. Yeah, I guess there is a buffer. Just they got to just the playoffs will go until I don't know December or something. Yeah, I mean if they did that, you would think they were they'd be entering uh, what do you call it, like neutral site territory where they'd have to play in a dome maybe. Yeah, I think the playoffs would. I think just how it's gone the first fucking week, I think yeah. they have to consider a dome. Yeah, I mean the only problem is, and I know it's a few months in advance, is the the states that have domes in them aren't the states you really want to be going to. Now things could change, but in, in November, yeah, it's just yeah. you know Florida has you know the Marlins and uh, Tampa have a dome, Texas, Houston have a dome, so <laughs> not not the not the ideal places. But if it comes down to it, where they're playing into November or dare I say December, you're gonna have to go. Toronto has a dome. Toronto, who they only allow hockey up there. Do you think we'll be allowed in by then? Yeah, I don't know the deal with Toronto. Have you, did you hear the thing with Soto that the guys tested negative like six times in a row? But what is it? The, uh, D.C.? Someone in D.C. has to approve. I really should have read up on this. But someone in D.C. has to approve him coming back. I did not. I didn't see that. It's something, we- I, I, it's something weird. Uh, like not only it- baseball has to approve, but. Uh, something about Washington D.C. Oh, just he, he needs to be approved by like somebody in D.C. to play in D.C. So he could maybe yes. play a road game. He can play a road game, but he can't play a home game. Juan Soto still needs D.C. clearance to return for Nationals. I still don't know what that means. And I'm a headline. You know, I like reading the headlines. What does that mean? The guy should never have to pay for a drink in D.C. He's a postseason hero. <laughs> Clear the guy. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, it, really, it looks like the bubble might have been the best option. The a couple hub cities might have been the best option to go here because they, I, it, you see, it, it seems like NBA is off to a smooth start. I mean, it's one one game, but I mean they've all been there for a few weeks. There's no, been no outbreaks. I, I'm watching the game and people wearing masks. If you're fucking living in the bubble for a couple weeks, I don't think you even really need a mask, all right? Because you're just dealing with people that are that live in the bubble. Right, you would think so. You would think so. And there's announcers that are in the bubble too, because Ian Eagle, I'm pretty sure, is there. He's not. He was uh, actually in the building. In the yeah, bubble. I think there's. A, I think there was some press there in that like plexiglass area. Yeah, yeah. Looks um, like that. There's like yeah. between the between the two benches. I don't know about the Laker game. I, I haven't. I can switch back over. I'm on the Laker but, game right now. Did you see that they have like the fans on? It looks like. On the on the screens, like behind the bench, almost like a yeah. Zoom setup. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I can live with. It. It's fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't mind like the fake fans. Wonder that I, I just don't like the fake crowd noise. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind having fake fans. It, it, the Zoom thing is a little weird, but hey. Yeah, no ba- basketball. I, I said this all along, and from watching a little bit of the game, it's the most. It's the easily uh, most easily equipped to have no fans. And, you know, I, it's just... I, n- nothing bothers me about no fans. Not not a thing bothers me about it. No, I mean you don't want it to be permanent, but it, it's no, not no. Uh, right. It's not a deal breaker with you. No, to the point was, where you can't watch a game. 
I, I adapted qu- quickly to that in baseball. And bat- I mean, they, they try to make the aesthetic for it, but I, uh, yeah. I think what like we said the other day, football is going to be the weirdest one because fourth down and short yes. on, the, on the road and there's going to be nothing. That's going to be really weird. I still think hockey could be. It's I, We said between hockey and football, hockey playoffs is, will be a little strained. I'm, I'm interested to see what that's like. I hope I can you, catch a little bit. Do you think, it's cause we, it's, you think it's because like neither of us really spent – and I, I kind of disagree with you on it, but do you think it's because like you didn't spend any time in a rink like watching hockey game, like watching, I don't know, not youth hockey, but like – I guess high school games or whatever, because my entire life I spent in gyms and on baseball fields. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to I'm used to watching games with, you know, six people there. Yeah, right. Uh, um, that could be part of it. I don't know. I, I didn't really go to high school hockey games when I was growing up either. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. So you're saying if you grew up playing hockey, you know, youth hockey, you were used to playing in front of nobody. So this might not be as weird to you. It just might make more, yeah, it might kind of make more sense in your mind because you've seen it before. Like you've been there before. I don't know. I, I think like for baseball, I think that's what did it for me. And that's why I kind of feel like hockey is going to be fine because baseball was, I guess, it was so quick to, to make it seem like it was all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think maybe it's just kind of in your mind that having people there doesn't make. But I, I mean, I understand you, though. Because th- th- there's nothing like – I mean, everybody says playoff hockey is, is like the, mo- the most intense seven-game series as you can be involved in. Right, and I'm also at the point where I really don't watch regular season hockey. I just watch the playoffs, so maybe that's part of it. We're at, <laughs> yeah. we're at, we're at baseball. I'm in it for six months. So that could, right, be, that could be a part of it too. Yeah, you're, you're watching the playoff hockey partly for the atmosphere. Yeah, you know what? It's yeah. true. Like Blackhawks games, I love watching the Blackhawks. Yeah. Part of that is is the crowd, the, the national anthem at the beginning by that guy. I can't think of his name off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think it could be. Maybe, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a. It's the you know of the four major sports that I, I ranked that that one number four. And being a casual fan, I am. I, I maybe I rely more heavily on the crowd than I'd be willing to admit. Yeah, no, that's fair. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just think these bubbles seem like they're, they're, I mean, it's just made for these guys there. I mean, it's different for baseball because it's going to be three months on off for playoff teams. You know, it's not, I, well, I guess it's going to be two months for both for these leagues. Right. I mean, yeah. NBA is not going to finish up until October, right? October 13th, I think is the last possible mm-hmm. date for game seven. Yeah. So yeah, I get, I guess they really could have done it, but all these players came out and didn't, didn't really want to do it. Nobody was on board for it. Baseball. Yeah, I had Trout talked talked out against it, and now and he he still left the fucking team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I gave we were listening to Mike Trout. And he's first week of the season. He's going home for uh, paternity leave. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know if it would have been realistic to do the uh, think about how long a baseball game takes. You would have needed at least th- minimum three hub cities, ten teams each. Yeah, you need. And with, with multiple fields in play, not just one field in play. Yeah, I don't know like you, how that like works. You, so that's tough. Like you would need Yankee Stadium and City Field. But then you're technically not in a bubble, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just kind of shrinking where you're going. Like, apparently the Marlins went to, like, a club or something in Atlanta. Uh, the, Mar- the Marlins, I only, I could, I'm going to go all in on all these guys and, and that, Manfred, that, everybody. That, the first place Marlins. 
first place, excuse me, the first, all due respect, first place Marlins, <laughs> okay, going out to a club in Atlanta, all right? And I know, I know uh, Manfred has been far from perfect in all of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Much closer to imperfect than perfect. <laughs> but I don't think this is necessarily on Manfred. You know, these are grown men that need to grow up and learn how to be professionals. And you just can't be going to a club in Atlanta right now during these times. If, if yeah. you care about, if you want to take your job serious. Now, you could, free country, you could do that. Not telling, not, you know, holding you against your will at gunpoint in a hotel. But like you gotta use you gotta use your noodle a little bit, okay? To quote uh, Francesca, use your noodle, <laughs> just a little bit, okay? Now where I will get on Manfred because I gotta get on him at least once a show is with all these with all these cancellations. Forgiveness okay? tour is over. Yeah, it's over. It's over. We're going all in. We're going deep. <laughs> the, all these cancellations, right? They they cancel the Jays Phillies game, so now the Marlins and Phillies haven't played for a week, okay? Yeah. Blue Jays aren't playing this weekend. um, I think the Nationals aren't playing this weekend. The Nationals didn't want to go to Miami. Nothing against them not wanting to go to Miami. I'm not – they're not on the shit list. I don't care. I wouldn't want to go to Miami either, okay? What Manfred needs to wake up and realize is you knew something like this could happen, okay? We Mm -hmm. talked about this on Sunday Poor months before. What happens if, you know, an entire team gets it, which the Marlins, you know, more than half the team has it now, coaches, whoever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the Jays and Phillies play this week. The Phillies have no players tested positive. Okay. Blue Jays have no players tested positive. All right. They should be able to play. Now, if Philly, Philly's compromised, right? Philadelphia Citizens Bank Park is compromised. Yes. Right. Now, yep. who's going to be in New York tomorrow? The Red Sox, correct? They're going to be yep. in Yankee Stadium for the home opener July 31st. Yeah. Opening day. <laughs> Can't wait. Long away. Jordan Montgomery on the hill. All right. Let's go. Just now, like we planned it. Now, guess what ballpark is open? Fenway. Why don't you send the Blue Jays and the Phillies up there to play? You know what other ballpark is open? Washington, where they just had a game today where the Blue Jays were the home team. Why don't you send the Blue Jays and Phillies there? Or the Nationals and whoever they're supposed to play there? Okay? Why, how could you not this, be prepared for COVID tests? Did they think they were going to go the whole season without any more people testing positive? How are you not prepared? Yeah, not even just being like being prepared, but not like the guy. I feel like the guy has no ability to think uh, like quickly, not by the seat of his pants at all. Like you, you put him in the situation, and you got to make a decision like that. And you're like you're waiting two days to figure out what the hell's going on. He seems it's, like uh, a weenie, doesn't he? Oh, complete weenie, a hundred percent a weenie, man. I hate the guy. Like you want your commissioner to be like balls on the table, man. Yeah, like I'm in yeah. charge. Let's go. And he just doesn't come off like that at all. He comes off like the little sniveling, little geek. <laughs> he's a no, percent. He's not, he should he should probably lose his job for the way he handled all this. But I mean, he would never he never will. No, I don't, should, even, he, I don't even know how a commissioner loses their job. I mean, Selig. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I'll never complain about Seelig again after this. I mean, geez, all he did was look the other way at steroids. This guy can't, <laughs> can't figure out, uh, you know, how to test for COVID and get these games in. Um, we knew stuff like this was going to happen. We knew there was going to be cancellations. It's just, I, I don't know. I think you should be able to find a way to get these games in. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you got you have to have some flexibility. You got to be able to move teams around a little bit. Hey, the, the players came out and they said, you know, just tell us when and where. Right. Just fucking all right tomorrow in Washington. 
I mean, that's what we need. You. Go ahead. The Blue Jays are already there, and the Phillies are yeah. what, a two-hour bus ride away. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, if you want to get the season in, you're gonna to have to be, you have to think a little quickly on your feet here. Right. I mean, I, I, it didn't even take me long to think about that. <laughs> it's very simple. Like I said, Boston's gonna be open. Fenway will be open. Uh, I don't know where the Mets are tomorrow, but City Field. They might, I think they might be going to Atlanta. Which good luck. Good luck down yeah, there. Jeez, yeah. Who's going? Who's who's going out down there? Real, I mean, they might want to think about. I know it's kind of heading up this way. I think Maryland's kind of a hot spot now, so Baltimore isn't the best place to be. But I mean, they might want to think about just playing these games anywhere, man. If even if uh, you know the Yankees are playing Tampa this weekend, send them to New York. I, like I don't know. You got to kind of get creative. There's no fans. You got you got to make split second decisions. You know, there's empty fields everywhere that can be played on. Right, everywhere. Yeah. Right, there's Let's no reason out. I don't. There's no reason to go to Miami. I, I understand why Washington doesn't want to go there. And Miami yeah. really fucked up Sunday. Apparently, they were. Um, I didn't even know Joe Kim Mills in the Clippers. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> my God, he looks homeless. <laughs> um, what the hell? Oh, uh, the the Nationals. I don't blame them for not wanting to go down to Miami. Um, probably one of the last places you would you would want to be right now, even though I know I, I guess they're kind of declining down there now. I don't I don't know what to believe. Just, you could find whatever you could find whatever narrative you want on the internet. So Yeah, <laughs> if you if you want Miami to be uh middle of hell right now, you'll find that on a website. If you want it to be the epitome of health, you'll find that on any website that you look for. Yeah. And it's like the old, you... the old Bill Burbit, the uh omright.com. Right. You know, you could just find whatever you, Feed your narrative on the internet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a group for you. Yep. Um, uh, so yeah, well, the, well, the Phillies are compromised, right? Phillies well, have they a couple have, employees. They have a coach and a staff member, but I feel like I, I, I mean, they just did. You hear what the Marlins did on Sunday? Like they kind of knew guys were sick, and they yeah, decided they, in a group chat that they were going to play. Yeah, I mean, you guys are just brutal. Just brutal. <laughs> Just having no idea. Like, you guys didn't start playing baseball until three days ago. Do you know why? Do you have any idea why you weren't playing baseball for the past three months? Yeah. I mean, I feel like – I mean, it's all young guys in, yeah, on the mark. But they just came back. They were, everybody's complaining on Twitter. All these players are complaining on Twitter. They're not playing. And fucking management's fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all because of this fucking illness. You get a couple guys with a fever. You got to fucking tell somebody. You can't be like, ah, we'll be all right. Let's play. Come right, on, man. man. Even me when even me when I had a fever, like normally I would just shake that off, but I was like, ah, I gotta go fucking get tested now. It's, you know, yeah, it's your responsibility. It, it is. Yeah. It's a responsibility. You got to think about other people. Um, so and your yeah, teammates and other teams and the whole fucking the league kind of the, the whole yeah. sport could fall apart because of you. Yeah, the fucking Marlins. Which I mean, they've been trying to murder baseball for right. a couple of decades now. So right, it somehow won quite... two championships out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, but the, I think the good thing is that none of the Phillies players got it. So I think that's a good sign for maybe how transmittable it is on the field. I mean, I hope so. But it's, they always talk about the two-week thing, right? Is that that's still going strong? Is it still – Right, but I feel like you can't think like that or else you're not going to be able to get games in if you're going to be like, well, these guys yeah, really right. should quarantine for two weeks. It's like we don't have two weeks. It's baseball. We, we play every day. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, I understand what, if you want to say the field is compromised, so this is Bank Park, that's fine, but there's plenty of stadiums. At least the clubhouse, right? I mean, just 
bring a guy. You don't, you don't need, nobody needs to go to the clubhouse anymore. No, you're not supposed to shower. I guess Eric, it's frowned upon. I guess to shower <laughs> there. Which, 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 by the way, I do like people showing up. I mean, I haven't seen it, but people showing up in their uniforms. Yeah, I don't know if they, I don't know if they're definitely doing that. Maybe the, the uniforms might still be waiting for you, but maybe leaving in your uniform. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, I would. I would definitely leave Absolutely. my uniform. I'd probably show up in it too. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 why the bubble is even more. Uh, you know, important on this part. Like you can, you can just show. You could show up in regular clothes in a bubble because you can go from your hotel room like downstairs to the to the to the gym, basically. Yeah, the bubble. The bubble's cool. Definitely cool. Um, I kind of wish I was in a bubble right now. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, nice little like two month, like two month bubble vacation. Yeah, she. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, nobody's left for a couple of weeks. You know, everything's going. Every everybody there's tested. And everything's clean. You have all the amenities you need. Pool, you know, golf course maybe right in the you know in the bubble. Do they have a golf course here in Disney? Yeah, there is. I assume. Oh, well, yeah, there, I know there is one down there. I don't know if it's on Disney property. Or <laughs> that, that's they crazy. Are. How big is this place? I don't know. I just there's that was probably the biggest failure of my life is the fact that I'm not in the NBA bubble right now. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't know how I could have swung it. But uh, Ian Eagles did so. Yeah, and I think part of the reason why I got uh, all the way back in just on one game and really watching like five minutes of one game was uh, partly because of Ian. Gave it that big game feel. Oh, you can't go wrong. If you're yeah. gonna start off, you're gonna start it off. Start it off right. Did you happen? Ian. Did you happen to see the last possession? Um, what the when. When the Pelicans blew it, yeah, Not really. No, nah, I, I didn't. I was like, "Core uh, my eye." I saw the go. I saw Gobert get fouled. Yeah, and then I was like, I was, I was walking around a little bit, and then I didn't. I didn't see how. I didn't see how they blew it. Um, Brant, Brant. They. It looked like they ran a play. This is speculation, but it looked mm-hmm. like they ran a play for Redick. Okay. And Brandon Ingram played hero ball and chucked up a three uh, that went in and out. Uh, he was playing pretty well when I was watching Ingram. Yeah, in Brandon Ingram's defense, in Brandon Ingram's defense, JJ Reddick's never hit a big shot in his life. So, <laughs> and it was in and out. He almost, he almost, uh, he almost put it down. But uh, it looked like a play that was clearly set up for Reddick, and the body language after it kind of confirmed that. I think it was it's better, better than Ball taking a shot. I don't think he made a shot in the fourth quarter. No, Lonzo. Oh. Uh, I still think Lonzo can be okay. He's just never going to live up to the hype that was the number two overall pick. Uh, he's slick, like with the boys, that great court vision. But he, I, his shot is just atrocious. Yeah, his <laughs> to me, his ceiling is like a Rondo, kind of like do a little bit of everything, and you know maybe score uh, ten, twelve, kind of like put it like a little triple double: ten, twelve points, twelve assists, ten rebounds. Yeah, something that's like a, that. That's, that's and it's a pretty good ceiling. Rondo was great when he was right. It's just younger. Rondo wasn't, uh, you know, Rondo was like a second round pick, I think. Whereas <laughs> Ball was supposed to be uh, all that. Which so uh, his ceiling is his ceiling's gonna be like an overhyped Rondo because when he gets those triple doubles, people who were on his in his court all these years and be like, "See, I told you, look yeah. how fucking good he is, worth yeah. every penny." Yeah, I don't mind Lonzo. I, I was never a huge Lonzo guy in uh, college, but I, he wasn't a big Lonzo guy in college. He was just there for the ride, right? <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, yeah, not as bad. There's some guys who are worse, like a Michael Beasley back in the day, yeah, or um, yeah. I'm trying to think of a more current guy, Simmons, uh, right? 
Yes, that's who I was actually thinking of. Ben Simmons, who his team didn't even make the uh, the tournament. Yeah. And I've ne- that's another guy I've never been a huge fan of is uh, is Ben Simmons. But yeah, there's 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 certain amount. I don't I don't put him on that level because he played pretty well and that was a pretty good UCLA team. Mm. But yeah, he was definitely you could tell he was all about he was an, yeah all about the NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. He was he was there just as a pit stop. Yeah, definitely a uh, not the only guy, but yeah, definitely a pit stop for. Uh, for Alonzo. Well, not like Zion was was there, and he was playing hard into the well the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight. Uh, Elite Eight when they lost to Michigan State. Um, yeah. yeah, but I think that's why Zion was kind of so endeared to fans. Like even Duke haters loved Zion. Yeah, was because yeah. of the way he was because of the way he played, and then he came back off that injury. I think in uh, oh when he, he broke the when he broke the shoe. Yeah, right. I think he came back yeah. in uh, the conference tournament. Yeah, everybody, everybody said he was no way he was coming back. <laughs> right. I think, I think he kind of endeared himself to a lot of people when he did that. So um, I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I cool. do. I like Zion. Yeah. Uh, I would, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing the, I don't think the Pelicans are going to make a run this year, but um, I don't, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it in the future. I would root for Zion. There's a few teams. Like I, I kind of want to get behind a team. I know, like the Nets aren't going anywhere. Um, I, there's, I don't know. There's a few teams like Utah. I kind of like. I've always liked Conley, Mike Conley, mm-hmm. going back to his days at Ohio State. Um, I don't know. As time goes on, like over these next couple of weeks, I want to try and latch on to a team. Houston, Houston, we threw out. Yeah, yeah. What the Mavs? Would you, would you would you go with the Mavs? Uh, Luca. I like Luca. Um, I I could, but I, that's a team I don't see going anywhere. I think they're definitely a year or two away. Okay, but All I right. would, yeah, I wouldn't mind rooting for them. I mean, obviously, like the Lakers and the Clippers are the cream of the crop. I would say in the West, right? I, this is, I think, if you, they would be the favorites to to uh, clash in the in the finals, West the Western finals. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. So I don't know. I would like to see uh, as as cool as that would be. It would have been a lot cooler if they were actually playing in LA. But as cool as that would be, I would like to see some some different well, teams in there. Just just give me a quick yes or no. I don't know if I hit all these teams, but all right. Magic. No. Suns. Uh, no, definitely not. Uh, Wizards. Nah, nope. <laughs> Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies, I could see just because Morant. I you know I like cheering for new no, guys, I'm, rookie. Okay, yeah, it's good. I just, yeah, oh, that, you know, like, you're saying about, that, I would about root, you, that I would root yeah, yeah. for or that yeah, could yeah. actually do that, it? That you would root for this in the bubble. All right, the Grizzly, bu- bubble yeah, tournament. Grizzlies, I'll say yes. Blazers. I like Lillard, so I'll say yes. Yeah, I could Blazers too. Celtics. No, I, I think that, the Celtics could make some noise, but I can't. Like, it's just not in my DNA to root for them. Maybe if they were playing. Uh, no, I, no, not even. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember the Celtics. Uh, I, but, I like Tatum. I like Tatum. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully it doesn't come down to you churn for just for Tatum in the finals or something. Yeah, Celtics Lakers would be tough. That'd be a tough decision. Uh, how about the Bucks? Uh, no, because they're too just they're too much of an overwhelming favorite. That um... Brooke, though, right? Brooks though. Yeah, I like Brooke. Like I, maybe I'd root for them if they played the Lakers. I'll root for them. Yeah, but okay. before that, no, nah, probably not. All right, Kings. Yes, because they, they're in the bubble, the Kings? Yeah, they got a game tomorrow against the Spurs. <laughs> uh, yes, because, only because I like uh, De'Arian Fox. 
he was he was actually in the Lonzo uh, draft, the uh, little point yep. guard out of Kentucky, and he would have been yep. my he would have been my number one pick that year. He's uh, that's my guy. So yes, I would be right. for the Kings. And I've I've been waiting for the Kings to get good again for like twenty years. Pretty waiting for revenge for her. 2001, whatever it was. 2002. No, not even. I, I don't really care about that. It's just, uh, I don't know. They're just one of those teams. I'm like, ah, Kings this year, maybe like eight seed, and they're just awful. <laughs> I fit your bill, though. You're a nice young team, a few new faces. Yeah, I, oh. I like rooting for the, you know, new some new blood. What about uh, the Spurs? Yeah, I mean, I always like Popovich, but the Spurs, uh, Spurs are all the Spurs aren't going. Yeah. I don't like Aldridge. I think that was a bad. Are they? I mean, they, they, no. And they traded for DeRozan, which was stupid. So no, nah, I'm I'm uh, I'm done with the Spurs. I think. Uh, we did the Rockets, the Mavs. How about the Heat? No. Nuggets. Nah, probably not. Nuggets are kind of a blah team. Yeah. Jazz, we did. How about the Thunder? Nah. Sixers, I know the answer is no. The Sixers, Pacers? No, nobody in the East, really. It would be a West team that I would latch on to. I don't really like the East teams. Uh, would you, uh, do we, we talk about the Clippers. Would you root for the Clippers? Yeah, because like, I'm a big Kawhi guy. If they play the right. Lakers, I'll root for the Clippers. Uh, and the uh, Raptors. Oh, nobody in the East. Fuck them. Nah. Last year, I rooted for the Raptors in the finals. That was enough for me. <laughs> You're done with them. Yeah, I mean, they would, it would be a good story because Kawhi leaves and they make a run, but um, nah, I don't know. I need to refer to it. One year was good enough. Yeah, I don't want to refer to Lowry. Period. No, yeah. It was more, I was more rooting for Kawhi than I was the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. So uh, earlier on the broadcast in the Yankee game, I think it was either today or yesterday, and uh, Kay said uh, Joel Sherman mentioned something. Uh, I don't so, know if it was speaking his, of dweebs. Yeah, I don't know if it was in his column or um, if it was on a radio show. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, you know, obviously I haven't liked the playoff format, which it is what it is, and with how crazy the season is going to be, it's what it's. You know, you got to just live with it. The eight teams make take, it in each league. Take what you can get. Yes. He actually came up with a good. Uh, they're not going to do this, but this would actually be pretty good. Mm-hmm. That the the higher seed, so I'll say one through four, the the better seeds. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the best of three, but w- the teams one through four only have to win one game, whereas the lower seeds have to win both. Do you like that? Uh yeah, it gives them an advantage. I mean, they they should get. I mean, they, they should get a buy. So I mean, it's fine. That's that's better than playing a three game series straight up. Yeah, I would even yeah. I would even go as far as saying the four five matchup, which is normally would be the one game playoff. You could leave that as a one game playoff, and leave the other ones like one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six. Leave those the three division winners only have to win one game, whereas the lower six, seven, and eight have to win two. I I would actually I actually like that when I heard that. It's not going to happen. It's just a hypothetical. Wait, so you'd say, but yeah, but see, then if, if if one of those series goes three games, then you have a top team wasting their three top pitchers. I guess well, they could, they'll probably get back on schedule. Well, no, it technically, it technically couldn't go three games, right? Either the good team Oh, wins, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah so I it guess would be yeah. one or two. Yeah. yeah which yeah. actually is less – it would actually be good because it's less uh, – I don't know, it's less – 
game. It's less baseball before you get to the the real playoffs. Because I would sure. I would almost consider those I almost consider those three game series as plans. Yeah, which I don't think. Yeah, they are. They are. They're not. I know they're going to be considered the playoffs. But if the Yanks go down, I'm going to be like, all right, well, that was that was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of like yeah. the they lost to the Astros in the one-game playoffs. It's like, did we really make the playoffs that year? <laughs> no, we know? did not. No. no. And that team stunk anyways. But it, I don't look at that as a, a real playoff appearance. Keiko. Yeah, and that team stunk. Ellsbury, that, that team all actually overachieved. And they the Blue Jays went past them like they were standing still. And they still found themselves in the wild-card game and just, yeah. just didn't belong. No, not at all. Was it uh, Keiko versus Tanaka? Yeah, Tanaka didn't pitch bad. They just the Yankees no, they didn't get, hit. Yeah, A Rod was in the team. The team, right? They, they didn't get. They didn't get clean. Yeah, Teixeira right. was still there. Yeah, jeez. Gardner, yeah, not a great, not a great team. Um, Didi's yeah, about, first year. About the Yanks, uh, things you know, things looking pretty good. I guess it's, it's tough to get a feel for the season when, how it's going like this and. You know, that first week with the Nationals was good, and then this week are supposed to play the Phillies, and they're playing the Orioles, so you're supposed to beat up on. Right. Uh, but everything's looking pretty good. I got just one question for you, if I could be like uh, the downer here. Yes. Um, who are you more worried about right now, uh, Gary Sanchez or Gardner? Sanchez 0 for 14 with nine strikeouts. Gardy 0 for 11 with seven strikeouts. Oh, Sanchez by a mile. Yeah. Because Gardner's replaceable. Gardner's also – he's been on the back nine of his career for a while now, and I feel like he's kind of overachieved. Yeah. But we have, a, we have a million guys to replace Gardner with. You know, we have an abundance of outfielders between, you know, Talkman, um, Frazier, uh, who else? Uh, oh, there's, there's, a, there's a million guys. Andujar, who's playing left tonight for mm-hmm. Gardner. Um, so, so there's a lot of guys – that uh, can come in. Like Sanchez, you're running out there. I'm sorry. You're not putting Kyle Higashioka. Uh, he's not going to be your starting catcher. You know, you might give him a day or two, give Sanchez yep. a breather. Yep. But, you know, Kyle isn't going to be your catcher. I, everyone, you know, in the back of the, uh, when Romine was on the team calling for Romine, it's like, no, it, it, Sanchez is your guy that you're going to live and die with. So definitely Sanchez. And he just, we said this, man. We I think I said this a week ago before the season even started. When Sanchez goes bad, it is just bad. It's Stanton. It, he's, he's every bit as bad as Stanton, maybe worse when things aren't going well. He's just yeah. they throw him. They throw him those those sliders, those curve. Yeah, I don't think he's seen a fastball in, in a week. Yeah, see when San, when Sanchez gets bad, I worry about him bringing it behind the dish. Yep. When you really, really need it, which he's done before. Oh yeah. And where like pass ball after pass ball, as he's also not hitting. <laughs> It's brutal to watch. It is. And, yeah, it, when, when he does that, I mean, his, his whole game's affected. Guardy, you're right, is, re- is replaceable. But I also trust Guardy to turn around a little more. He's slumped before in his life. Yeah. It's not the, not the first time we've seen Guardy go for 11 oh. like this. And, you know, and, and you can't get too crazy. It's, whether it's 60-game season or 162, you can't get crazy about, you know, uh, the first four games or five games anyway. Right. But, but with Sanchez, like I said, there, with both these guys, there's history. So, I think that's reason to worry about Sanchez and worry to kind of cool up with Gar- with Gardner. Yeah, the only thing you would worry about Gardner about is is he done? Yeah, which is yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still he's been a streaky player his whole career. You know yeah. what I mean? Gardner yeah. Gardner in his best year would just look completely lost at the plate and just not get a hit for two weeks. 
<laughs> yeah. and, then, and then out of nowhere, he'll start hitting the ball. He'll get a big hit, you know, walk-off hit. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust Gardner. I don't think Gardner will take it out in the field. I don't think Gardner takes it up to the plate with him. I think he's very no. mentally tough. Yep. Whereas Sanchez, like you said, is just uh, very mental, very, a little bit of a head case, you feel like. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, obviously Sanchez you worry about more because you just have a lot. You have a lot invested in him. He's, he's supposed to be your catcher for the next, de- next decade. You, know, you want to you wanna see him get going a little bit. And Guardy, too, he'll, he'll find a way to contribute to the team even if he's not hitting. Like if, if, even if it's a pinch runner, a, a pinch, uh, a, like a, a um, jump it in the outfield for the last couple innings of a game, something like that. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Or lay, laying down a bunt if you need him. Like, he'll, he'll find a way to contribute, contribute to the team. If, if Sanchez isn't hitting and that seeps, you know, seeps behind into his defense, then, you know, he's just not – he's just taking away from – that's negative war. I don't know what war is, but it seems like negative war. Yeah, it's uh, – yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to know what Gary Sanchez's war is right now. It's not, <laughs> not very good. It's no. not good. But he hasn't been a disaster behind the plate. Although he had words with Cole yesterday after yeah. the first inning. I don't know what that was, but when it's Gary, it's like you blame uh, him. Yeah. He might he pr- he might have done something that Cole didn't like. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know they've been working. One thing I haven't liked about Sanchez behind the plate is he doesn't frame pitches well. So I mm-hmm. I feel like this is just speculation. I think that's what that may have been about. Okay, but okay. yeah, that's a that's a um. That's a bad sign. Pete Alonso going first to third there. The Mets, on, Mets a little rally in the eighth inning with uh, Edwin Diaz warming up. Oh, Matt, Matt Barnes on the hill for the Red Sox. I mean, I'm just happy that Heath Hembree is finally off the mound. I feel like I've watched more Heath Hembree the past two days yeah. or three days than I've, than I've watched any Yankee pitcher all season. Right. Um, so, yeah, going back to Gary. I mean, Gary's, you're paying Gary to hit home runs and – uh, you know, handle the pitching staff, throw runners out specifically because he's got a yeah. great arm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, he's, they said recently, I don't know where I heard this, if it was somewhere on the fan that he was uh, working more on framing pitches. And I just feel like, isn't that something you should pick up like when you're in high school? I uh, mean, I, I, it's, I probably, it's, it's probably a little different. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, when I don't you're know catching it, Garrett Cole. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You can't catch a high school. And there's probably nobody on your staff that, like you call it in high school. Yeah. You should work it out in the minors. I mean, you should be coming up with an idea of how to do it. Uh, if you if you don't if you're not doing it well by now, you're never going to be like Yadi Molina, right? But but I mean, you have to get to be a little bit. And it's just quick hands, really, if you're doing it uh, the right way. And if you don't if you don't have it by now, I'm not sure you will ever get it. But I, I think what Gary needs is simple, complicating complicating his uh, routine. It's probably not good for business. Yeah, probably, probably not. Mm. So yeah, you worry about him. Hopefully, I mean, the guy get hit. You know, you, you... yeah. So I just want to see him get hot once. R- remind me what that back can do, Gary. Please. Yeah. So the other day we talked. We talked about uh, how we how we hated Manfred. Another reason to hate Manfred. Mm-hmm. Um. After and another reason to hate the Astros because. Uh, we're now apparently for at least for 24 hours we were all fans of Joe Kelly, who just to go on. The, I just want to go on the record and just <laughs> state unequivocally, "Fuck you, Joe Kelly." Yeah, it was. But, it wasn't even 24 hours. It was like 24 minutes. Yeah, well, I like to go into the morning a little bit. At least 12 hours, maybe 18 at the most. <laughs> yeah. 
And listen, a nice swing bitch is going to leave and live on. That's as far as talking shit to Korea. I'm glad somebody said nice swing bitch to Korea. That fucking fraud. Of course. That sure. was awesome. That was that was kind of awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, fuck the Astros for having to make me root for Joe Kelly for 24 minutes or 12 hours, whatever it is, whatever the official time is on that. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Astros. And then fuck Manfred for then turn around and taking the, taking the ball of every other pitcher in the league, taking it out of their hands and saying, look, if you throw at these Astros, you're getting fucking eight games. You're going to be out for a fucking week and a day. Yeah. Like, like fuck you, Manfred. I, I get it. You got to protect the players and stuff. But, I mean, number one, he didn't hit either of those motherfuckers. And he talked a little bit of shit, right? So... And Joe Kelly's pretty wild anyway. So how do you know how do you know he was how do you know he was throwing at him intentionally? Well you think I think the reason he got the, the big suspension was because he went kind of behind their heads, right? Yeah, oh yeah. I feel like if he had just plunked Correa in the ass, maybe he gets a game or two. I don't know. Even then he really yeah. he really shouldn't have. I don't know. I, it was two guys I'm not defending Manfred or going after Joe Kelly because I thought it was normally I would come on here. And I know the mature thing to say would be, uh, you know, you can't be throwing at guys' heads. You could ruin a guy's career. But when it comes to that sniveling little fucking dork Bregman, <laughs> that piece of shit, I don't give a fuck, man. He didn't get hit in the head, okay? He didn't, nobody got hurt. Yeah. He, he was definitely rattled. All right. Yes. It, it got, it, I mean, come on, man. You get that, uh, you know, 99 uh, past your ear, you're going to be a little, uh, you may have a little shit stain in your, in your underwear. These guys, these guys should never be comfortable at the dish ever again. No. Ever again. Oh, I com- completely but, agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't go plunk them in the heads, but definitely keep it, keep it under their hands. Once in a while, they get it in the ribs or in the ass. It gets, keep them uncomfortable, man. Right. That's the only thing I would have told Kelly. Like, just put one in someone's back or in someone's ribs, man. I, I understand, like, the whole, like, whizzing one by someone's – and it wasn't near their head, really, but it was still – Anytime you know you get that ne- up near your neck head area, it's gonna it's gonna yeah. really get you know get under your skin and rattle you. But I would have put one. I would have put one right on them. Yeah, if somebody's had a duck, it may look a lot worse than if you if it if it plunks them. They they can trot over to first. Yeah, and Mad Dog went after Joe Joe Kelly. <laughs> Why? What you, he was, was just uh, he just hate he just doesn't think Joe Kelly's like the caliber. I'm pitcher i mean it was a long rant well, he, well, he's, he's not a good pitcher <laughs> he's not he's not he's not he's like he wasn't even on the 2017 dodgers it was like yeah he was on the 2017 red sox that got beat by the astros though so right, they're um, both cheap they're both cheap you know, so. true apple Evens watches up. yeah um but yeah and also I mean, fuck and, that, and, and fuck the astros that's what it comes down to and i looked at all those guys own joe kelly too by the way hmm. I, 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 so I, he was pitching I mean, around them yeah, yeah, way around him, man. Yeah, or literally, <laughs> literally pitching around. Him. <laughs> uh, oh, big strikeout from Conforto. They were they were talking oh, on was... the. I swear to God, they were talking on they were, uh, the fan today about a caller brought up how uh, Conforto isn't clutch. Now I don't well, know. I'm that's... not sitting there watching every Mets game. I mean, this ball has got to be poked on the left field, man. Yeah, and he, and, he sw- and he swung through a Kurt breaking ball before yeah. this. It was three and one. Not a great at bat for Conforto. So maybe, hey, I'm on. I'm on the. I'm on the uh, bandwagon now. Conforto is in clutch. Wow, you're two days ago. You're on the Conforto is the MVP of the team bandwagon. 
I apparently apparently those are some hollow stats though, because the guy has been <laughs> he has been ripping the ball all over the field, but that's two straight uh, late inning uh, at bats last night too, where he just uh, didn't put the ball in play. You got to do it late and close, man. And he was ahead. He was ahead in the count last night and ahead in the count tonight. So I'm kind of sour and I can Florida now. A couple forty eight hours later, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm souring on him a little bit. Gotta love it. Baseball's back, baby. You gotta yeah. love it. We're overreaction. <laughs> overreaction, changing opinions, doubling back, doubling down. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's all going to change by Monday show anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, hey, but you know what? You turn over a new leaf, you're, you're going to come in, you're going to admit you're wrong about something. Oh, without a doubt. We'll do a couple <laughs> redactions. <laughs> Big at-bat from Cespedes now here with first and third, two outs. He had a big strikeout last night, too, with the bases loaded. Him, yeah, and, him and Conforto, bad job last night. Cespedes, on opening day, everybody was kind of pumped up, so I'm here to ding on opening day, a bomb. Yeah. And uh, I, think that, I think now they're, I, they're starting to fade. The, the shine's starting to fade. I was kind of on the Cespedes bandwagon coming into the season because he was on a contract year. Beningo was, too, thinking he was going to be uh, good. He's got a couple dingers. He's hitting, like – not hitting for much of an average. Um, yeah, but last night was bad. I thought he was going to come up and win the game in the ninth. Um, this is a big one for him, though. Yeah, because... you got to do it. You got to do it here. You can't lose two in a row to Boston. Yeah. And the Mets are really benefiting from the universal DH, man. You just plug Cespedes in the, in the DH right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any complaints. I mean, I've barely noticed it, man, to be honest with you. It's yeah. just, I, I haven't. I've, and I've watched. Well, you root for an American League team also, so. Yeah, part right, of exactly, yeah. I guess in Washington this past weekend, yeah, you're right. I didn't even notice it because normally we would have had the pitcher hitting. Yeah. No, just, oh, man, they're just throwing curveballs in the dirt. He, he that's wants, it, man. That's it. That's all, he did. Wants, that's all Workman did last night, man, to he Conforto wants, and Cespedes. He wants to swing at it. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about seven inning double headers? I if it's just for this year, I'm fine with it. I can't. Yeah. I know the. It's just I'm done. I'm done fighting with all the the rules, man. It's yeah. just like just anything to get the season in, get some games in, so we can watch baseball. Yeah, it's fine. Take, like like we said before, take what you can get. Um, I I will say this. Oh another, man, another curveball. Jeez. It's the hack way. Oh man, what do you? He wants to be the hero so bad. Yeah. What do you um, do here? You pump, pump doing fastball? Nah, I'm, I'm not, nah, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get Cespedes a fastball. I could see him turning it around. I think no, you stick no, with the same pitch. So, nothing high and away. Two two here. Make see if he chases. I think he'll chase a curveball. That's a good point. He did it last night too, man. Because it <laughs> works. Um, one thing I have noticed about the extra inning rule. Yeah. We'll we'll watch this pitch first because it's a huge pitch. Two two here from Barnes. Another curve on the dirt. Hey, nice take. Yeah, it was a, a good take. Oh, and a stolen base there. So now, now you got a base open here. Hmm. I would still go another. I don't. I don't want Cespedes beating me. I, I don't even know who's on deck. I got the game cast up. So you might as well have some other. Oh yeah, Jimenez, whoever that is. I'm not. Letting, other... I'm not letting Cespedes yeah. beat me. I'm not giving him a. I'm not giving him a fastball. Nothing that. Nothing that no, he no. could drive. Yeah, it's from another curveball. If you got to get to Jimenez, then you get to Jimenez. Yeah. I don't know who Jimenez is, but I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll have Jimenez beat me. We got a lot of Mets fans moaning that Jimenez is going to come up with the bases loaded in two outs in the eighth. Matt, Matt Barnes, product of uh, UConn. 
Is he really? Yeah, I think he went oh, to nice. UConn. It'll be a 3-2 to Cespedes. Barnes at the set. The pitch. Oh, another <laughs> no, curveball. Come on, man. You know it's coming, yo. Yo, anus. Um, all right, so I'll, I'll just get into the extra anything. I, I think it might be a little bit of an advantage for the road team. The extra yeah, any games sure, I've yeah. watched have – uh, the Dodgers last night, which I, that game went like 13 innings, so uh, the the Astros really had no one to blame but themselves. It, was, it yeah. wasn't over the 10th. But the Blue Jays yesterday lost because uh, the Nationals put a four spot up. Uh, pitched to Cespedes here. Another oh, curveball, curve man. Up. Um, I mean, at this point, if he gets a fastball, he might just take it looking because it's a big yeah. shock. Yeah. Um, so you think yeah. it's because you think it's because like you don't get last licks, but you get the first crack at the runner on thing. I think you get the first crack, and then if you open it up and put up like a three or four spot, you put up a yeah. crooked number. Then yeah. you know, bottom of the tenth, it's a lot. Deep. The pitcher comes in with very little pressure because the runner yeah. at second means nothing at that point. If you come yeah. in with a three or four run lead, yeah, yeah. Whereas in the top of the tenth, that runner on second means everything. <laughs> you know, it's a tie game. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I think it just comes down to, I think it comes down to if you're the home team, if you give up one run in the top of the tent, I think it's okay. Right. You should be able to. You should be able to push around that guy. But you let up a crooked yeah. number though, two or you know even th- three runs is the really the kicker because yeah. then you don't even have the tight run coming the, to start the inning off. That that's where uh, it's a huge advantage. So you know you better have a good reliever coming in. Oh, oh walked him just I told high. you he was going to take the fastball if he got it. Yeah, he did buckle a little <laughs> he bit. He did buckle. He did, if that, that ball was an inch lower at strike three, he was not swinging. Barnes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so now uh, the biggest at-bat of uh, whoever him – I can't know the guy's first name. I'm sure if he gets a hit, he'll be uh, going all over in fantasy leagues. And, <laughs> Andres, and, Andres Jimenez. Here we go, Andres. He's they, don't, they, don't, they don't have him in the bench to bring out the hit. He's <laughs> got yeah. somebody. I don't know. Maybe this guy's a prospect or something. All right. Let's see what you got, Andres. All right. Let's see. It's first pitch here from Barnes. Mm-mm. Ball one, high and away. Oh, don't swing, Jimenez. 34th had, pitch of the inning. Yeah, this, he can't be. He had to take a strike here. I don't want to see this kid. I don't know who this kid is. I don't know if he hit 50 home runs in AAA last year. Yeah, I know, but I feel like he, I don't I feel like he's going to get a fat. He's going to get a pitch to hit though, and he's going to have to do something with it. I think yeah, not, but not not in one zero. Or you know, wait till mm-hmm. it's three. Curveball! Yeah. Oh, oh, gift! That's gift. some bullshit. That was a gift. If anybody wants to follow along with the podcast right now, just go back and watch the <laughs> last, last few hitters in the bottom of the eighth in the next game. <laughs> oh, that pitch is well outside. All right, well, we do this. I'll just – we talked about Deadspin yep. uh, on Monday and how we kind of felt like – ball inside. We kind of felt like um, like they, we weren't sure if they were rooting for, like, the seasons to be over. They had been accused of rooting for, you know, snow sports because I think that's kind of their stance. It's like it's not going to work. Why try? Or it's not going to – it's gonna. It's dangerous. Why try? That, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I went back and looked at a couple of like recent articles from them, mm-hmm. and I think what I found was it's more like a product of the times 
the, and it's and it's not just them, but it's everybody is so interested in being all the bouncer first. Oh. That's going to end the threat. Lee, Mets leave the bases loaded. Matt Barnes works into and out of trouble <laughs> here in the eighth. And, and, and at the end of eight innings, the Mets <laughs> uh, leave, uh, leave three runners on. <laughs> all right. Um, so it's just like not taking a victory lap and not gloating, but pointing out like that they were right. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, oh, look, you know, we're not even a week into the season. There's already having problems. Like, you know, why are we even here? Like, I told you back in the – like, the only currency people have right now is whatever they got right last week. You know, not everybody's like you and humble like you and coming out <laughs> to the show and being like, you know, maybe we got it wrong or maybe there is a better way or maybe, you know, or may, maybe we can look at things a little differently. No. Everybody's got to fucking dig their heels in to, to, to whatever their whatever their bogus points are or bogus takes are, and then just go to battle with it. That There's no turning back. It's all just, this is what I think. This is what I'm sticking with. I'm going forward. And if they ever do change their mind, it's like that timeline never happened, right, for the most yeah. part. At least for guys like, uh, I don't know, Skip Bayless and shit like that. I assume I don't really listen to those guys. But I feel like they just change their point of view every couple months just to kind of, I don't know, keep things fresh or something. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Like, they, they said things for the last three months and they dug their heels in for three months. If they change their mind, they're never going to like redact everything they said for the past three months. You listen to it. You're entertained by it. That was, that's like their only jobs entertain you. But you know, now everything's got to be like, well, look at me. Look, I told you, I told you, I told you. Um, so for the time being, like I said, I think that, I think their, their stance is like, it's just the dangers of it aren't worth the risk. I disagree. I think we're all, at risk, there are dangers inherently in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we we know at this point what it's how to stay safe. We we know what's best for ourselves, the people around us. You know, wear your mask, wash your hands, all this kind of stuff. Don't fucking you know. If you have a fever or not feeling good, stay the fuck away from people. Don't go to fucking clubs in Atlanta. We know the the rules to get by here, right? It's not perfect, but it's, it's what we have right now, and uh, you know it can work. So I disagree with them on uh, with the, on that take, but I think it's just their stance is that it's not worth the risk and it's going to fuck up, which they might be right about it fucking up because it has been fucking up. Right, right, right. No, I right. I, I understand that point. It just feels like they're taking like victory laps. Yeah, I didn't. It's it's to me, it's not like a victory lap. It's more of just kind of like doubling and tripling down on what just to prove that they were right. Not like a. It's kind of like a victory lap, but I don't see it like. Exactly like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it's we not... should all be rooting for it to succeed, though. Fuck and I don't feel like for... I don't feel like they are. Yes, they're they're way too open to every to kill every discretion. We are too, and we kill every every issue that comes up. We kill it. But like I even, see, I even you know... said before the season started, I think I said when we were talking, uh, like when they first put the plan in place, I said forty sixty that the season finished. Season starts and finishes. I said forty yeah. percent, which is obviously you know less than fifty fifty. Doesn't mean I'm rooting for that. Believe me, I'm a solid huge, man. I'm a huge I'm right guy. Huge, love <laughs> being right. I, mean, I, I I started the show talking about the Utah pick. Probably would not have mentioned it if the Pelicans hung on and won by ten. You know. Do you take more pleasure in being right or others being wrong? Me, oh, you're, me, you're, being, me being right by a mile. What about like a, a nemesis being wrong? 
Uh, still, I will, uh, still be, right. being right is just it's a okay. high. It's a it's a high. <laughs> it is. Being right is a huge high. <laughs> well, a lot of it's like if a nemesis is wrong and I'm right, like in that right, in that kinda, sense, adds, then yeah, right, that's a, a sweetness to it. Yeah. That's a double. Yeah, it's a double. <laughs> Edwin Diaz on for the Mets, by the way, for the record. <laughs> Speaking of being right. We oh, have, uh, yeah, the whole tri-state area has been right about Edwin Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, you got anything else? Uh, you got anything else you want to cover before we wrap this thing up? No, I think uh, I was going to do a little hockey, but I could do post-show because I don't really have any. I don't know anything about hockey. I was just going to give out a, a pick. Okay. Make you go down now. <laughs> Think of the pick out. <laughs> oh, oh! I was kind. Of, I kind of like Edmonton. I didn't realize they were playing in the first. I thought they were. I, I thought they were one of the top two teams that was in the. Uh, what do you want to call it? The qualifying stage, I guess. You know, they're playing like World Cup style. Did you see? Uh, did yeah, you see the format? It, uh, yeah, it's uh, not the qualifying. What's it called? The round robin. Yeah, round robin yeah. or yeah, whatever. The, it's like World Cup where they're just jockeying for seeding, like Bruins, right, right. the Lightning, the good teams that are yeah. And Edmonton's actually playing the Blackhawks in the first round, who, you know, brand name, but they don't really they, – their better days are behind them. They have a lot of bad contracts, so I think that uh, Edmonton will move on. Plus, I don't know, maybe a little bit of advantage. I'm I assuming they're playing in the – one of the hubs in Edmonton, right? Yeah, I don't know. They're up there. They're, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. They're, I figure they'll be sleeping in their own bed, so – uh, I don't know. Look out for Edmonton. They were the second place team in their division, right behind Vegas. Connor McDavid—that's a name I actually know in hockey. <laughs> There's actually a guy ahead of him who had who's having a better year on this on the same team. Uh, I forget what his name is. I should have wrote it down. Um, I don't know. I just I saw him that twenty-four to one. I think to win it all. I thought that was pretty good numbers. I would also keep an eye on Tampa, but Tampa is one of the favorites in the East. So I don't know. Tampa, Edmonton. There. That's my hockey analysis. All right, I'll, I'll sign up to, with Edmonton. All right. Edwin D, I just walked the lead off. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a safe situation. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter if you're, if you're Edwin. <sighs> All right, well, I think I'll do it for today's Sunday Pour. As always, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate all the, uh, I don't know, support, all that kind of shit. Don't forget to follow us at Sunday poor on Twitter and Instagram. We haven't posted Instagram in a long time. We probably should. Yeah, I know. I'm not a good we'll, Instagrammer. We'll get something up there this weekend. Uh, we'll try to. I don't have anything to take a picture of right now. Um, at least that will be Instagram worthy or Instagram appropriate. Uh, but yeah, thanks as always for listening. Check us out. And we'll be back here on Monday on Sunday poor. Yes, we'll have picks all weekend for you. Hockey, basketball, uh, baseball, I, I, Hardest sport to bet. I just I know more more about it than anybody, uh, anybody you know than most people. That's my it's my bread and butter, but the absolute hardest sport to pick. So uh, I'm looking forward to giving you some basketball and hockey picks over the weekend, and uh, hopefully we can get rich off those. Sounds good. Let's get rich. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see. You, uh, talk to you next week. All right. Peace. I've been uh, meaning to ask you, are you still doing the uh, CBD?
No, I ran out of it, but I, I need to get more of it because I think it actually did work. Yeah, you're endorsing it. All right. I am endorsing it because I felt like when I was on, it's not, it's not, it's like, you know, when you smoke weed, it's like instant gratification after the first hit. Nah, I'm not familiar with that. Does <laughs> this line bug? <laughs> this place gets sweeped once a week. Um, no, but, uh, you know, when you smoke weed, it's like instant. When you do CBD, I don't even think you realize it. Um, but I think I was like, my anxiety was down. I was sleeping until my alarm went off, which is very rare. And then when I hopped off of it, like even this week is when I really noticed it. I've been off it for maybe a couple weeks, maybe 10 Mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. And I noticed like being a little more anxious and just not really sleeping as well. So I'm going to see now, like, cause I think, I think there might be something to the CBD. So now I'm going to go back on it eventually. And see, it's a little trial and error game. Like, uh, I'm like the people looking for Corona vaccines, only it's uh, CBD oil. The effects of right. CBD oil. <laughs> All right. I look forward to the study. It's great. But, I, hey, you have nothing to lose by trying it. Why not? I mean, as far as I know, there's no side effects. And it's, you know, it's better than uh, shoving Ambien or Xan or whatever people are taking nowadays to go to sleep or let, yeah. you know, lessen the anxiety. Give, give it a shot. I yeah, just I just yeah. do a little droplet. Sometimes I put it in my coffee around mid like eleven eleven thirty, uh, or I'll do like just a little drop under my tongue in the in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's it. I think I think there could be a little something to it. I'm not saying it's a miracle drug, but uh, you know, do a, do a little uh, do the trick here and there. Hey man, I mean, if you're a little little bit of pain or something better than popping like six leave in two hours yeah i can't i don't know about pain I, yeah i don't know i don't really have i mean i my back's a little fucked but that's kind of normal it's, you know it's, i'm not somebody who can't walk someday so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not that bad but um oh hit and run <laughs> jesus edwin this guy <laughs> um yeah i don't know i just think it's worth a shot i, I don't know it depends if you have a little anxiety or I don't All know, right. mood booster. I, I really don't know. It, it might like it might an... do nothing. Worst case scenario, it does nothing for you, and you wasted twenty bucks on. T- I don't know. It's just it's worth a shot. Well, yeah, I've I've, wa- I've wasted twenty bucks on a lot of things that have done nothing for me. So exactly, won't be, won't, won't, exactly. You have nothing to lose but money. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna lose anyway. You're gonna spend on something stupid anyway. So I'll give it a shot. That's yeah, the way. It's the way I've always looked. All at. right. So uh, yeah, ringing ringing endorsement. Natural effects. We should be getting some. We should be getting some sponsor money from them. I just get a free candy bar once in a while. That's it. Yeah, the candy bar. I don't know if it did for me. Did anything for me because I kind of ate it more of like as a snack when I was hungry for chocolate. <laughs> as like I should have been taking just a little bit of that time and I ate like half the bar one night. I took it. My back was in pain a couple weeks ago, and like the, at the end of the back pain, like the. Like, I just didn't take anything for, like, a week, like, a work week. So, like, Monday, I didn't take anything. And then on Friday that week, I took, like, a row of the of the chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I think if, I didn't, like, take the pain away, but it just felt, like, a little more bearable. But I might have just been, like, the last couple of days of being in pain anyway, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about pain. Usually, I mean, I hate taking Advil, but usually I'll just take a couple of those, like, three of those. I don't know yeah. if it's, I don't know if it's gonna I don't know if CBD is gonna have the instant effect that like an Advil would have. 
Yeah, no, no, definitely no. It wasn't like that, not at all. It just made it like a little more bearable. That you know what I mean? Yeah, like if you have chronic like, pain, maybe if you take the CBD every day, it might do something. But yeah. I, I haven't really been in a position where I would have to do that. Well, the Yankee game start back up. I see a two and zero count. Okay, maybe. Uh, what do you think of uh, your fantasy team? I do a little fantasy corner here. The last corner of uh they're all they're all not playing that's what i think yeah it did start back <laughs> up i have uh, i don't even have enough guys right now to feel the team tomorrow I have, like two open spots nice and you're still fucking ahead of me in the standings <laughs> yeah that's fantastic i've had some guys hitting and my pitching's not really good but i have had some guys hitting uh yeah that's it that's Corey seager went deep tonight guriel had a good day uh but yeah i have I have no I – have, I, have, I have a few Blue Jays, a couple <laughs> Phillies, a Nash – I have Harper. Like, I have, I have all the guys that aren't playing this weekend. So, I have Trout, who's on fucking paternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> I have open spots everywhere. Yeah. First week – the first week of season, like, it's the, the ebbs and flows are crazy in fantasy baseball. If things are – kind of stay close. Yeah. Which they usually do. It can your, – your, your fortune can change on a dime. So it's fun. It's actually the beginning of the season is great when everybody's just kind of jo- It's like the first, it's like when the gate goes up at a race and like all the horses just kind of mashing together, mm-hmm. bouncing off each other. All of a sudden, you know, one guy's got 10 home runs, another guy's got six. The next day or two days later, the guy with six is three up and the guy with 10. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, everybody's just kind of making their move here early on. You don't want to get too far behind, but you're not, you know, you're never out of it. No, no, no. It's well, sixty-game season. Uh, but no, obviously, a weekend you're not out of it. You got plenty of yeah. time to make moves yeah. and write the ship. We'll see. We will see. Well, I see you can't make up games. Like you don't know. Like you might Harper might end up playing forty-six games or something. Right. I got Jonathan Villar, man. I'm supposed to be my stolen base guy. The guy's in, he's not playing all week. I don't even know if he has COVID. Seventeen yeah, I, players. Geez. I don't know if he's one of the guys who has it. I got Didi on the Phillies, Harper, Nats, a uh, couple Blue Jays, Gurriel and Vlad. They're not playing this weekend. It's brutal. Had a rain out tonight with Moustakis. And uh, <laughs> I got, it's fucking brutal, man. <laughs> and the pitching just right. isn't that good. And there's, you know, there's teams. I think there's teams in the league that don't even have a win yet, which I said on Monday's show, wins are just going to be, wins are going to be at a premium. Johnny, Jonathan Lasagna's and Johnny Lasagna. I mean, don't let, the, don't let these guys come back. Nope. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm going to go watch this in misery. All right. Guess, you guys don't need to hear. The, the, the audience doesn't need to hear us or want to hear us cursing at the TV. Yeah. By the time you're listening to this, Johnny Lasagna will have gotten out of the oh. – got. Oh, never mind. He's coming. It looks like he might be coming out of the – is that our pitching hey. coach? I guess pitching. with the mask, looked like Boone with the mask. Yeah, what's, right. what's the pitching coach's name? This high school guy, or whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, was he I like think twenty-two years old. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I think the wise guy actually just blew a snot rocket. He did. Oh, he just spit on the ground, which is yeah. he's breaking no. all kinds. Oh, ma- yeah. Ray's committing on. felonies left and right. Come on, <laughs> Matt Daly is that his name? Not at all. I don't know. You saw Rizzo. You saw Rizzo like had a snarky. Yeah, the K talked about it on the broadcast. 
What did Kay say? He said that Rizzo took a shot at baseball, or the commissioner or whatever. I just, just shut the fuck up, man. Like, you were the forefront of those guys. Like, oh, when and where? Like, it's a fucking rain delay. What do you want to do? Like, I'll be the first one to kill Major League Baseball. But you want Manfred to control the fucking weather now? Too? Yeah, didn't they call it, like, almost right away? Like, it wasn't like they were there for till 10 o'clock tonight. I don't know how quick. He seemed to be pissed about how long they were waiting around. The game started at 6, and the Yankee broadcast, I mean, the game starts at 7. Maybe he mentioned at 7.30. Like, they weren't uh, there very long. Yeah, I mean, come on. It, and who's telling well, you you got to hang out in a closed, con- condensed space? Like, you could go wherever you want in the stadium. Yeah, man. you're a big boy, Anthony. Come on. You know what you said. What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Oh, all right. Let's see. Let's watch Luis work work his magic. Let's see if he can pull a little Matt Barnes out tonight. Well, little lasagna. Pat <laughs> Valeka. Oh man, what's that like? Uh, what's Valeka kind of nickname? What kind of name is that? Uh, he looks like a Swedish or Norwegian or something like that. Boomer sizing. A little bit, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little more Swedish. He's not as big as like Boomer. Yeah, right. I mean, he, okay. Yeah. Corners are in. It'll be an oh, 01 right. to Valeka. <laughs> the pitch swung on and foul ball. Man, we've we've called a million foul balls down third base line tonight. Yeah, we have not <laughs> we've not gotten many balls in play. <laughs> All right, man. Let me get this up and out. And All right. Let's watch, let's, uh, watch Yankee bullpen. Take care of business. Here right. Of course. Of course. Houdini. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you. All right. Later. Later.